This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. It's Casey. Thank you for shining on today into a happy new year. How did you celebrate? I had an early dinner. I think I was asleep by 9.30. And then I swear the universe woke me up at 11.58. And I came running out of the bedroom. My husband's asleep on the couch. I'm like, honey, it's 11.58. And I went outside because I like to be outside under the sky when it becomes the new year. It was raining. So I stayed close to the house, but I was outside with nature. And my husband was inside in the kitchen door with one of the dogs just waving, Happy New Year, honey. And then I went back to bed. Oh, on on New Year's Day, I opened a food pantry. In my community of Verplank, there is a nonprofit called the Mount Carmel Society, and I'm a volunteer there. And I said, what do you think? And they said, go for it. And the community turned out, and it's going to be wonderful. We opened January 12th. And uh, we're going to start small. It's going to be once a month. I say we're not the entire solution, but we can be a little part of the solution. So there, take that as a sign. If you were thinking of doing something big, jump right in. I was amazed at how many people showed up just to help us learn what we didn't know. So I'm very, very grateful for all the support. Now, if you go to Casey.co, and I'm going to do that right now on my phone, you'll find a six-part writing exercise that will help you create new things in the new year. The number one thing is to write about your gifts and your talents, and that was inspired by today's guest. Stay tuned for that. And my favorite prompt is the one about the elephants at the picnic. Is there anything in your life that you can stop protesting, stop pushing against, stop fighting? Maybe it's a beef you're having with a friend or a relative. Is there something you could just put down? Check it out. Another writing prompt at Casey.co. And again, these are much longer. I'm just giving you the cliff notes. What can you invite in to the new year? And as you invite it in, also look at your willingness. You know, I work with a lot of people who say, I want to change and do this or that. And then they find out down the road, they're really not willing to make that change just yet. So check in on your willingness. Then another prompt is, what is the one thing you're sure you want to create this year? What can you commit to? And there's more. It goes on and on. The six questions will maybe take you ah, 20, 25 minutes to work out. So check it out. It's called Pocket Coach 2019, and you'll find it at Casey.co. Have fun. So Randy Patterson is a powerful woman and a friend who stopped by the studio. She's also a doula, and she created Northeast Doulas, among other things. And I said, hey, do you want to talk about what's new at the office? And she says, no, I want to talk about other things. And I said, okay, Randy Patterson, where should we start? Well, I think that we lie to ourselves. And um, we say things like, I'm too busy. Or, you know, when someone says, I'm too busy, well, it's usually a lie. And it usually means I don't want to. And I wonder if like in 2019, we could like not lie and just be forthcoming about the fact that we just don't want to do that. Right. It's just not a priority. Yeah. We say things like, I'll try. 
I'll try like sets us up to be a failure. We know we're not going to do it, mm -hmm. but we say I'll try. So because we don't really want to say, well, I'm not going to do that. So we say I'll try. And then when we don't do it, we can look at ourselves and be like, see, you can't do anything. You, you know, you said you would try, but you, you didn't do it. Right. But like, but you didn't actually try. Right. So it's another one of those lies that like puts us in a position where we can tell ourselves some yucky story that we're not good enough and that we're failure. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. And sometimes I think it's because we're either moving too fast to be truthful to ourselves or we've gotten out of the habit of being truthful with ourselves or we just never learned that being truthful truthful with ourselves is an option. We had a young lady on the air last year that I got a big response from. Her name is Annie Grace. She's a mom in her 30s and she realized she was totally lying to herself about how much she drank. Mm. Some people say, oh, I just have a glass of wine at night when they mean three. Right. And she took a good look at that and changed her life completely. So imagine what we could do if we took a good look at everything that came out of our mouths. Yeah. Where else do you think we're lying to ourselves? I think we don't tally our assets. I think instead we tally our deficits and we keep a list. We like really keep a mental note of what we're not good at. And we say it all the time. Oh, I'm not good at that. Oh, technology. I don't know anything about, you know, I'm not good at that. Or we need to create a list of evidence that we are capable and that we, and that we are enough and that we are worthy. We need evidence and it happens every day. We, we do things every day that really is evidence that we are enough and that we are capable and that you know we have all these attributes except what we want to hold on to and what we want to tally are our deficits that time we decided we were going to like make candles and sell them at the swap meet mm -hmm. and then you know now we just have a bunch of stuff to make candles and we never actually did it right there's evidence of our failure Right. We have closets full of evidence of our failure. Right. And we celebrate our deficiencies. Like if I said to you, I had a bad day, somebody else might say, oh, you think your day was yeah. bad. I did all of that and, you know, gave birth to six children on yeah. top of a mountain. What would your list of assets look like, Randy Patterson of Northeast Doulas, if you were to write one today? Yeah, I would say that... Um I have empowered my daughters and I, um, I'm a great writer and I love with my whole self and I really genuinely care about other people and I, there's nothing I can't do if I decide I'm gonna do it and I'm resourceful and yeah, mm. yeah. Are you jiving with yeah. it? Yeah, I mean like. And you haven't yet said anything about your job. Oh, and I'm gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm beautiful <laughs> and I try to take care of myself and I have a great job where I help instill strength and reduce fear for families as they're facing, you know, the monumental transition of becoming a family or extending their family. And these are all things that like, I've been putting together for 51 years. Of course there's evidence of me being an incredible woman. And I think that even the woman who doesn't feel like she's incredible, if she sat down and she really got honest about you know, what's cool about her, mm -hmm. I think she would find she could reference that list on a day where she was feeling crappy. Who empowered you? Interesting, Casey, interesting. Um, you know, I've had glimpses of empowerment throughout my life. Um, 
But really, I, you know, as much as I would like to tell you that I had a beautiful relationship with my parents, I did not. And, um, you know, I, I've become what I became in spite of rather than because of. And there were examples in my life that I said, I'm going to do exactly the opposite of that. And then there were other examples in my life where I went, wow, that woman's a matriarch. That woman, like, my aunt is this, like was this amazing matriarch. I don't know, matriarch is my word. Powerful. Yeah, and like I remember I was this, I was young, just maybe 12 or 13 years old, and I was at her house and she was redesigning her dining room. Now, this was a long time ago, mm-hmm. and um, she was picking wallpaper, gorgeous wallpaper and this just really creating this space where her family would enjoy meals together. This space where like she would bring her family together and she would lead them. And I remember seeing that as a 12 year old or however old I was and I was like, that's incredible. This is something. Like she was meticulous about what this room was gonna be and what was gonna happen in this room and which meals she was gonna serve and which holidays she would celebrate. I mean, and I remember seeing that and being like, that's a badass woman. That is a strong woman who who's not going to, you know, just kind of let life happen to her. And you know what I get from it? I don't know this woman. I wasn't in that room. I get she loved her family so much. What a valuable lesson. You got it right. You got it right. Wow. Yeah. What is your uh, self-care like? All right. You might have me there a little bit. No. <laughs> you, no. There's you know where be. you have me? You have me at balance. I'll tell you about self-care. I mean, I do. Like, I um, I love to be in my home, and I love my space, and I've created a beautiful space with my husband, you know, where I really feel at peace. Um, and I massage, and I read, and I, you know, I do all of those things. Where I get hung up is balance, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I'm a doer and I'm impulsive and I want it all and I, and I push the barriers and, and in a lot of ways that's good. It's good to do that. But, um, if I'm being totally honest, like you can't run through life like a bull in a China shop and expect everything to be intact. And so I feel like, I feel like 2019 for me and the end of 2018 is really about like going back and just kind of looking at everything and saying like, okay, I've achieved some great success and there's no denying that professionally. Um, but what, but at what cost, you know? And I, I just, I need to like, I need to find some balance. And I, I think we struggle with that as women. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't completely believe in balance. And I am a huge fan of radical self-care, but it's built into my everyday. Even if it's only eight minutes, there is radical self-care in my everyday. When you are a woman in the world achieving things, big or small, or really impassioned and empowered, as I think both of us are, you're going to have days that turn into weeks, that turn into months, where you are doing, 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 doing joyful stress. Yes. Joyful stress. Yes. I very rarely have stress stress. Most of my stress is, I'm get to do this now. You know, it's crazy, but I'm doing it. And most of my stress juices me up a little bit. 
and then I'll shut down for a week and stay in my pajamas and nobody can find me. That's my balance. I don't have balance in the short term, but I do have it in the long term. Yeah. And I know you must have great, well, I see your love with your husband as um, some some form of self-care. You too. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you must have a, a great oasis in your home and, and great support there to be able to do what you do at the level you do it as. Where I get really cranky and I wrote a cranky blog. I think it was my first ever cranky blog a couple of weeks ago is when people say to me, oh, you're too busy. Mm. I feel like, oh, judgy wudgy. Yeah. Wouldn't well, you like how about, to be as busy as me? Yeah, and I think, you know, people make assumptions, too. Like, mm-hmm. they don't reach out to you because they think you're too busy. Yeah. Oh, all the time. Right, and then you're like, no one wants to hang out with me? Exactly. Like, what's up with that? Well, I didn't call you because, you know, you're, you're so, so busy. busy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm active. I'm active, sure. but I always have room for my friends. But yes, that that too yeah. has happened to me. People yeah. just stop calling. Well, I just assumed you were doing that thing or whatever. Right, right. Oh, big shot radio show host. Right. You're probably exactly. so busy. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah, it's um, funny. I do miss my friends because. But they we think do I'm have busy. time to do the things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. We just, you know. We are talking to Randy Patterson from Northeast Doulas. If you don't know about that, you can go to the website, which is www.northeastdoulas.com. But what you do through your business is really live your example of life, which was what we wanted people to get to know today, empowering women for 2019. So you say, get honest with yourself. What would that look like? Do we sit down with pen and paper? Yeah. Do we sit down with a friend? How do well, we I guess do you it? can use a spreadsheet now because we're all so technology oriented. Right. And somebody's but, saying, oh, I'm not good at spreadsheets. Right, exactly. Forget <laughs> it, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, I think good old paper and pen. No, I don't think we need a co-signer, so I don't think you should rely on a friend for this. I don't. You don't need someone to co-sign how great you are. You don't need a co-signer to tell you that those shoes are going to work for you. Mm-hmm. I think we need to like step into our own in 2019 and you know, we need to stay claim to that stuff. I think we're so dependent on, you know, Facebook likes. Yeah. To find out if we're right or wrong, and I think we have to stop that. Yeah, that's just silly. Yeah, and this is I too I, I too believe this is like the wild wild west. This whole social media thing, and we'll look back years from now on the day that we wasted so much time on this stuff. I think you're right. I hope you're right. Yeah, I think it's just. And I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Yeah, me too. You know, I've used social media to to grow my businesses, and you know, in addition to owning Northeast Doulas. We own ProDoula, www.prodoula.com, which is an international doula certification organization. Mm-hmm. So we're training and certifying birth professionals all over the world. We're international. We're everywhere. Um, so we've certainly utilized social media in that aspect to broaden our reach. But on a personal level, like, what the heck are we doing, ladies, with this social media? I mean, right. uh, you know, it's like we're only sh- we're showing the highlight reel mm-hmm. and... You know, our friends think we're okay when we're really like crying alone in the dark. Yeah. But we look great because we're holding that mimosa. That's exactly Sunday morning, looking great at brunch. (laughs) Meanwhile, the other six days I'm curled up in a ball and like I can't get out of bed, but no one, no one knows. So then when all of a sudden I make some crazy announcement on Facebook about my life, people are like, I thought she drank mimosas. Right. With a smile. Everything was fine. We recently had a social worker on named Randy, Randy Mason, who talked about just that. Mm. She talked about the spike in drinking. Because people are comparing their uh, 
their life, their real life, to other people's fake lives. Yeah. Fake lives on social media. And she says it's one of the reasons why like binge drinking is spiking. And she she she's wow. found a direct correlation between social media and and this lie. It's Interesting. a lie. And you know what the other lie is? That anybody's life should be perfect and carefree. Right? Yeah, yeah that's not true. That's a big lie. That's not true. Life Life is life. When people say life is so hard, this was a quote I read the other day, and I, I don't know who it was, Mark Twain or somebody said, people say life is so hard, and I want to say compared to what? Interesting. Right? Yeah. You this know, is life. But I think, too, like we're so guilty of comparing our insides with other people's outsides. Mm-hmm. I say this to postpartum moms all the time. Like a brand new mom is like, you know, she's just trying to get her bearings and her nipples are cracked and bleeding and her baby is screaming and she's getting no sleep. And, you know, and then she hops on social media or even takes a walk, you know, ends up at the grocery store and sees another woman with a baby about the same size. And that woman has makeup on and she's like, oh. and her stomach's but, flat. Yeah. And her stomach's flat. And, you know, maybe what she doesn't realize is that that woman has an opaque and that woman has a, home, a gym in her home and that and that woman's life is really awful. She just looks great on the outside. Like mm-hmm. anytime we compare our insides to someone else's outsides, we fall short. Right. You know, it's just part of like, you know, it's just more evidence for that, I, you know, I suck list. So we need to go back to our list of assets. That's a goal for 2019. We're going to write our list of assets. How many should we write? 10, 20? Well, for some people, it's going to be three on day one. I mean, someone might sit down with a paper and pen and get nothing on day one. So whatever we do, it should increase every day. So if day one is zero, I mean, I don't know where you're at now and everybody's on a different part of their journey. But, you know, in the beginning, maybe it's one thing. Mm -hmm. I would just do it every day. Mm -hmm. Every day I would restart the list. You know, if you write two things on day one, add something on day, you know, like just keep going Mm -hmm. and. Just keep gathering the evidence. And slowly, we'll retrain our brains to celebrate ourselves when we achieve in the moment. Yes, ma'am. And even if it's tiny. Like I went to shopping during the holiday season. Even if it's tiny. Even if it's when your purse falls over and everything dumps out and you don't cry. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's that stuff. It's that stuff. So, you know, I mean, it's for somebody, it might be making their bed. Mm -hmm. I got up and made the bed. That's not something, you know, if that's not something you normally do, like it's I loaded the dishwasher or unloaded it when I didn't want to. Like you have to show yourself that you have fortitude, that you can get up and you can get out there and you can do things even when you don't want to. Yeah. And I think in the end, it all comes down to really falling madly in love with yourself. And if that sounds funny or gives you the heebie-jeebies, that's a sign to me that you need to fall madly in love with yourself. Yeah. You know, I was just in, I, I just did a, I just got back from Massachusetts where I did a doula training. And, you know, doula training is really an interesting thing because, yes, you know, doulas provide physical, educational, and emotional support to families either during pregnancy, during the actual birth, or on the postpartum side. So yeah, we talk a lot about birth and early parenting and you know postpartum and postpartum depression, but it's almost like a women's retreat. You know, it's 20 hours, two days back to back, it's 20 hours, 
And we don't just talk about birth, we talk about being women and we talk about the transitions we face as women because, I mean, I certainly, in, in my training, I have to talk about the fact that this person used to be a woman and now she's a mother. The two are somewhat different and then we're, we're standing at this precipice where the two merge. So there's like this huge, uh, humongous life transition going on and people's responses, oh my gosh, how's the baby? Like, so that's a whole weird thing in and of itself. Oh. But while I was there, I said to the group of women, I had about a dozen women in the room, and I said, on a scale of one to 10, 10 is the most, one is the least, how much do you like your body? Oh. Yeah, so the highest number in the room was an eight, the lowest was a one, and the majority fell between about three and four. God, I could cry. Yeah. I could cry. It's really something, like a dozen women, and nobody was like, I'm a 10, and nobody was said, I'm a nine. Two people said eight, you know what I mean? Like, And then we really settled in around three or four. Like, That's people like, how are you supposed to like the inside when you don't even like the shell? Like, mm -hmm. Most people don't pick up a piece of candy and even find out what's in the inside if they don't like the shell. They don't like what the outside looks like. Right. So I don't know what we have to do. And I, I have some guilt here. Like there's parts of my body that I wish were like a little more over here or a little bit firmer over there. Like, But I have an appreciation for my body. And I groom myself. I like, I like, I like making myself look attractive. I like to have long hair and I like to put makeup on and I like to be a woman. And and I guess I'm kind of like even at a place now where I like that my body is soft. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like that. I, I like that my body is soft and motherly. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's sort of like I'm coming into a new place myself right now. And I feel like as a soft motherly woman, I have more to give to the people who love me and certainly to the person who loves my body. Yeah. Yeah. A softness within yourself. I have to tell you, funny, um, I'm getting dressed in the dark, you know, four o'clock in the morning out of the shower, and I'm putting on my panties so you can picture I'm bent over, right? Looking good, Case. Looking good, and I got the one foot in, and I looked down at my body, and all I could think of was the, um, you know the spark plug guy? The guy, the little man that's a spark plug, yeah. he has all those rolls, uh -huh. and I'm like, you look like the spark plug guy, ah, but I love you anyway. That's right, but you I know? love you anyway. You know what I thought this morning when I was putting my pants on? I stood on one foot while I put one the other foot in the pant leg, yeah. and I said to my, this is no joke, no lie, I said to myself, wow, Randy, you have good balance. <laughs> See? I did, like that was the message I gave myself while I was putting my pants on today. I never would have said that had you not brought up putting on your underpants, yeah. but I did, and I had a mental note, and that's what tallying your assets does. Yeah. It like, you get in the habit of tallying your assets. So I stood there and I was like, hey, great balance for a, 51 year old who's carrying a few extra pounds like way to go RP yeah you know way to go RP and 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 as I've mentioned before it all comes back to catching yourself and giving yourself a positive message now and that's why radio saved my life 
I used to make a mistake on the radio and just take to my bed for days. Oh. Now I make a mistake on the radio and say, that's okay, girl. I got you. Yeah. It's okay. You made a mistake. Keep yeah. moving forward, you know? So I had to, that's where my self-talk came from. And that's where all the good things in my life came from. Right. Building upon that. So, and you've got it too. Look but, at my balance okay. today. But what say you to the woman who makes that mistake and gets into bed and doesn't come out? Really never mentally comes out and no longer wants to try because they feel like mistake, 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 mistake. Yeah. Well, they're not madly in love with themselves. Yeah. Because when you fall madly in love with the miraculous creature you are, you realize it's an insult to the miracle that you are to hold a grudge against yourself. Ooh. Take me there. Keep going, Casey. I want more. That's all I got right <laughs> We'll have to come back and we'll do more. All right. I'll come back every day. I'd Happy love New it. Year. Yes. Yes. 2019. The year that we really like Stop lying to ourselves and start telling our assets. We start shaking our assets. Amen. That's Randy Patterson of Northeast Doulas. You know, she just signed herself a nice big fat book deal. And I think you just got a preview of that. She'll be back in the new year. Thank you for tuning in. Randy, thank you for stopping by. Our thought for the day is from Andy Warhol, who said, They always say time changes things, but you actually have to change them yourself. Shana. You've been listening to Shana on the Health and Happiness Show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.